0: Greetings from Bishop Aubrey Shines and G2G Ministries in Tampa, Florida. We pray that you would be blessed and encouraged by the biblical message you are about to hear. Today's classic sermon from Bishop Shines is entitled, How Do You Seek God? with reference scripture Matthew chapter 6, verses 32 through 33 in the King James translation. Matthew 6,
1: verse number 32. Love the word of the Lord here. Hear how it reads. It says, For after all these things do the Gentiles speak. I'm going to keep that up for just a moment. For your heavenly Father knoweth that he hath need of all these things. And so he keeps on, and as it continues to go, it will continue to read about seeking ye first the kingdom of God. The reason I wanted this to be pivot point right now was for a purpose, and that is, For after all these things did the Gentiles see. What the Lord was saying uh, before and after. If you want to read a little after, let's go to the next verse. I might as well give this to you as well there in verse number 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, if you go back one more time to the previous verse there in verse 32, you'll get it. It says, for after these things did the Gentiles see. I want to talk today about... How do you, and it's just a very, very clear question. I do want you to write this down. I know so many of you take notes, and thank you for doing so. Here's the question I want to pose to you. How do you seek God? How do you seek God? Because there are multiple ways in doing this, and I want to, uh, I hope, enlighten you to understand that there is a way to seek the face of the Lord that will bring results in areas that you've never seen before. But in order to do that, uh, I hope, at least somewhat appropriately here, I have to put this in proper context here. So again, if you look at verse thirty-three, he says, For after these things do the Gentiles seek Now, well, For the sake of time, I will tell you that what the Lord was talking about, it was people that were seeking God, allegedly God, for stuff. But Jesus rebuked them. He said, hey, don't just seek me for stuff, and again, this is contextually, you'll be able to see this. He says, don't just seek me for stuff. He says it right here, for after these things do unbelievers. That word Gentile doesn't mean just those who are apart from Judaism uh, in this regard. It it has very little to do with that. It just this word generically here has more to do with people that are outside. And please write this down outside of the covenant or the promises of God. So what the Lord is saying to the followers there is, hey, don't be like people that don't follow me. He simply says, you're going to follow me? Then don't act like those that don't follow me. I'll tell you how to seek me. He says, but don't act like those that don't follow me or don't know my will. He said, those individuals seek me, generically seek me. In other words, they don't have a real relationship with God. But they call upon God when they want stuff. And there's a lot of people like that, unfortunately, uh, I find, that say they name the name of the Lord. They're not really seeking God. They're seeking the God of stuff. So the more stuff they get, then they attribute stuff to look at how strong their faith is. That's not what the Lord taught. And I'm going to give you a very few examples here in just a few moments. But I want to develop this just a little slowly because I really want you to grasp all of this here. He says, for after these things do the unbelievers seek. For your Heavenly Father, He already knows the stuff. And you may want to write that word down again. The stuff that you have need of. Now we can go to verse number 33 there, And you'll see the entirety of what the Lord says. saying. So look at verse 33. Let's go to it. He says, but this is what I want the followers to do. First, the, the kingdom. And I want to pause. I want you to write the word down. Governance. Now, I'm not talking about natural government. I'm talking about the government of God. The government of God trumps over all natural governments. I don't care if that government I'm referencing is capitalism. I don't care if it's socialism. I don't care if it's communism. The kingdom or the government of God is what believers should go after. It should not be your political ideology. It shouldn't be your political aspiration. It should first primarily be the government of God. This is how we see God. So, again, make sure that you write that down somewhere. First, seek the government of God. So, what is that telling us? Jesus is giving us all insight that God has His own. And here's a key word. Please write it. God has His own structure. And so, once you get these mental pictures in the imagery of your mind, then when you read the Scripture, you will then contextually put it where it needs to go. So again, seek ye first the structure, the government, how God's plan is set up, and, his, watch this, after you seek His structure, now seek His right standing, the Scripture reads, and His righteousness. So that means that don't just understand the government of God, also seek how to be in right standing with that government. Let me tell you why that's so important. Because in the world that we live in, we can all find ways to cheat the system. That means that we understand the government of the world we live in, but if there are a zillion ways around, you know what I'm saying, uh, really adhering to it, a lot of us would do just that. But note how God now separates his government from earthly government, He puts it simple. He says, after you understand my structure, my order, the way I'm set up, he says, when you do that, then I also want you to pursue my right standing. In other words, I want you to be a right standing citizen citizen within the confines of the government that I've set up. Boy, that's really, really good here. Now, I like this word here. And I I debated uh, while we're doing this, do I get into a lot of Hebrew and Greek? I'm going to have to on this. I'm just going to give you just one word, maybe just a few words as time goes. This word, seek, is a very powerful word. It's katanil. It it, it comes from two separate verbs in the Greek. I I love it here. And I'm going to give you the definition because you're really going to have to understand this particular structure if you're going to understand how to speak God here. So, it comes from these two words, and and here's the definition. Please write it down. It means to discover. It means to perceive. And it also means to fix your eyes. So, it means to discover. And there are several other uh, adjectives that are there, but I I think this uh, embodies, in my opinion, the majority of them. So, it, it just simply means to discover. It means to perceive something. And it means to fix your eyes. So let's go back down to the uh, 33rd verse, and now let's look at it with proper definition. And then we'll kind of insert the definition where the word is, and you'll see how this structure is really set up. This is really good. And what our role, what our job is. So the Lord is telling you and I, through the believers that he was dealing with right then and there during his earthly ministry, he is, he's actually giving them this blueprint, this template of how to get an understanding of the kingdom. Note how he does it. He says, but seek So again, put in that definition. He says, but seek It means discover. That's what he's really telling those earthly followers. He said, look, here's how you're going to get where I'm going. Here's how you're going to get what the Father's really up to. He says, I need you all to have a desire to discover. I need you to have a desire. In other words, I'm going to help you here. The Lord is telling them, I'm going to help you perceive something. But here's the key. I need your eyes to perceive it. I need you to fix your eyes on something. I love using this word in so many settings. I'll give it to you as well. What he's really saying is, I need you myopic. In other words, I need you to have a tunnel vision. Those of us who have ridden horses before, often, not always, but often you'll see what they call blinders on a horse. And I ask, trainers, what's that really all about? And in a nutshell, what they shared with me is they don't want the horse to see something in the peripheral and go in the wrong direction. So there are several components. You know, you don't just have a shadow. You have the various objects to help guide the horse. But what helps the horse is the blinders are on. That way, the horse is only seeing in a myopic view, in a straight arrow. So it's the same concept that Jesus is sharing with the followers, saying, look, if you want to understand my government, and if you really want to be a part of what I'm really doing, if you really want the blessings that come from this, there is a way to seek it. And one of the ways to seek it is to put something around the eyes. That way you can't see to the right or to the left. In other words, what the Lord is really saying, I need you to stay focused. And that is a very difficult thing in this ADD world that we live in. Because most people cannot stay focused very long. That's why if you ever have a conversation with someone who's kind of scattered, it's hard to have that conversation with them. Because you may start on topic A, and before you know it, they are on topic M, and then R, and then T before you know it. And you're trying to find out, wait, how do we get from here to over here? They're not focused. And we have a lot of this in the kingdom of God. I'm going to develop this here in just a moment. So much of this is in the kingdom of God. Because we also fight against not being focused with what I call, please write it down, spiritual fads. Spiritual fads. This is so important to take note. Because spiritual fads, what they do is, and I'm speaking of spiritual people right now, it'll have you jumping everywhere. Whatever, quote, new fast spiritually is out in the body of Christ, people will jump on it. I don't care what it is. I mean, I think the body of Christ, one of the, I think, one of the most damaging things that it ever went through, and this is for, from three decades of being in this, is when believers everywhere were talking about things like naming and claiming. I think it really did a, a huge damage. Now, I'm not saying that God doesn't give a believer the ability to to speak forth life, but it went way too far. It went way over the parameters that he should have gone in. I've known of people that would go out to, and I mean this, I'm not trying to be funny. I've known people to go out to other folks' homes, people living in the homes, and they go up to their home and stand out and point their hand towards the home and claim that home for themselves. And would say, God gave me that home, because that unbeliever, and they would justify by Scripture. That's not God. That's called covetousness. You're coveting someone else's house. Why not wait till he goes on sale? Or at least pray if you believe that that was your home, then you can know that God's going to help you because the home is going to go for sale. But to go in to claim someone's home, I can go further. I won't. I think you're getting the point. So, again, there are spiritual facts that we also need to be a little more obvious. We need to stay focused on the things of the Lord. I want to go just a little further here because this second part of this word of strive, I gave you the concept, but the the, the neo part of this same verb here, it has a different definition. It's one word, but it has multiple layers here. Let me give you the B portion. It's where we get part of this word, please write it down, strive. That's S-T-R-I-V-E. to strive for something. And you need to record that as well. When you strive for something, this is still the seeking definition here, when you strive for something, and you need this definition, so I'm going to be a little patient, I'm going to talk a little slower, I need you to get this definition. It means to exert oneself vigorously. So when you exert yourself vigorously, that is what Jesus was referencing when he said, I need you to seek me. So it wasn't just to serve, perceive, and to fix your eyes. The be portion or the other part of the word, seek here, actually means to strive for something. And that's where we get to exert oneself vigorously. If you are of a certain age and you've ever been part of a sports team and or just enjoy taking care of your body, you can relate to this. Because this word comes with that concept. It means that you exert vigorously because you're trying to reach an objective. And sometimes, even in our physical workouts, we have to go a little beyond where we're comfortable in order to reach whatever plateau that we're looking for. In other words, if you're, I'm just going to put this out here, if you've been trying to cut back a few pounds, Well, that means you're going to have to work out just a little harder to reach to go outside of the proper dieting and et cetera. The workout portion also has to be a part of your equation. That means that if you're accustomed to just doing, I don't know, one mile, I'll just use that as a reference point, you can't stick your little chest out and swell your little arms up and go, Ooh, look at how well I've done. I did that mile and I did it really quick. Well, If you've reached a plateau and the weight is no longer coming off, either you're going to have to speed up in doing that mile or you're going to have to increase your distance to reach your objective. That means that you're going to have to go beyond you. That same word, seek, is part of this word here. It means to exert oneself vigorously. Now, remember, this isn't natural. He's saying, if you want to understand the blessings, if you want to understand your purpose, you're going to have to put a little more time in. You're not going to just have to proceed. You can't just keep your eye, you know, fix something that's good. He says, you're going to get to a point, and I'm going to break this down with some other scripture here in just a moment. He says, you'll get to a point that, oh boy, this is going to help so many of you. I really sense it in my spirit. You'll get to a point that even spiritually, you plateaued. And you'll feel like, wow, I, I, I've been doing... And you'll list all of your accomplishments in God. But then you'll turn around and realize, but I still feel a little empty. There, there's something that I'm still missing. Well, this is the B portion of that same verb here in the, in the Greek. It means to exert yourself vigorously. In other words, if you've been praying for this amount of time, you may have to add a little more time. If you've been studying... This amount, and again, the reason I don't put numbers on it, I don't want to ever make studying and praying legalistic. Don't ever let anyone entrap you, by the way, that if you can't pray for 10 hours, you're really not spiritual. That's legalism. Because God may lead a person to pray for 10 hours, but you can't pray for 10 hours every day and function in this world if you are an adult, if you have other responsibilities. You can't do that. Now, there are seasons in your life you can you may have a season where you need to pause, you need to take a break, and you need to put a little more time in your prayer. You need to put more time in your study life. You need to put a little more time in being quiet. Why? Because when you seek the Lord, you're waiting for an answer. But if you're always doing the talking, so if you're talking an, an excessive hour. Guess what? That's an hour that the Lord could not speak back to you because you're talking and you're into. Interfering with the flow of dialogue. You want this monologue with God, but you don't want to be quiet to listen. So, again, you exerting oneself a little more vigorously, this may mean to you, you need to learn how to shut your mouth. Be quiet. Learn to listen. Don't just pour out everything to God. I see so many believers do that. They They just go, 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 but they never listen. So for you, and maybe listening. Maybe you weren't raised in an environment where you had to listen. I don't know all of the reasons, but I do know this. We're all called to this same premise. Let's go a little further with the B portion of this. It also means this is the same word. Can you imagine one word meaning all of this? And we're going to read it again, and then we'll read all the definitions. And that way you'll understand what, when Jesus was talking, how those guys and girls were really listening to him. So it doesn't mean just exert. Uh, One shall vigorously, please write this down. It also means to contend in opposition. To contend in opposition. By the way, write it down. That's a military term. When you contend with someone, the idea comes from a wrestling match. It means that there's an opponent, and you're going against that opponent. So if you're to contend in opposition, let's put on our thinking caps here. That means that there is opposition that's going to come against you when you're seeking God. (laughs) I've heard people say this in in a few decades. They'll say something like this. You know, when I really begin to seek God, all of a sudden I would sit down to read my Bible. And before I know it, I find myself sleeping. Now, they hadn't been a person that ever dozed off, ever. But the moment they begin to seek God, guess what happens? That enemy says, oh, no, you're not. And all of a sudden, you feel it's nap-nap not, not time. <laughs> well, you've got to fight through that. That's opposition. Well, I don't know how to do it, Pastor. You know, when I sit here, I just get tired. Just as simple. Stand up. If you have to read standing up, stand up and read. See, you've got to find that there's an opponent that's trying to take you out. That means that someone's breaking in your house. If you can't just defeat that person one way, do you give up? Do you succumb? Do you go, I guess you might as well just take over the whole house? After all, I can't fight you. You're too big. You're too tall. No, you'll find a way to oppose that thief. And I'll let your imagination run with that. See, there's multiple ways. So you may not be able to fight that thief that's coming in one way. But bless God, there is more than one way to take a thief down, and you have to exercise to oppose that enemy. In other words, you got to understand it. Let me go a little further. It also means to battle. That's powerful. It ties into that or any conflict. So now let's read this and put this. Put this so when Jesus said it, let's go back to verse thirty-three. I'm going to read all the definitions. So where he says, but seek ye first after the kingdom of God, right before I get to the word seek, I'm going to get to the definition of what seek meant, how it's defined in the original language. Again, he says, but discover, perceive, fix your eyes, exert yourself vigorously, contend in opposition, become a warrior or become one that battles, and be used to conflict. That is, in a nutshell, the expression of the words of Jesus as it relates to seeking God. Now, I'm going to show you this lived out in Scripture in just a moment. I debated giving some of the information that I really desire to give. I, I, I'll give you at least a few highlights of this. And you can do your own research in Scripture. It's a beautiful study, by the way. But you'll see this, and please hear me. What I'm about to say to you is going to change your mental perception about seeking God. Because so many of us think, well, I pray. Can I pause and just say, how many times in our lives have we thought we heard from the Lord, but we didn't hear from God? We thought that God's decision was yes over here, but it wasn't yes. Well, we thought his decision was no over here, but it wasn't no. How do we know when it's God? How How do we come to a conclusion that I really sought the Lord? Because again, most of us can quote scriptures like this. Quoting scripture is just a basis. Understanding it, living it out contextually in its proper content, that's a whole nother arena. Because again, I I'd ministered in prisons before. A lot of inmates know the scripture. And by the way, they didn't learn the scripture only when they got incarcerated, they knew it before they got there. They would even tell you, had I just done such and such as the word says. Now, what did they say? I knew it, but there was no practice of it. As a result of me not being intimate with it, I'm now reaping a consequence outside of it that I find myself ashamed here simply because I didn't adhere to it. So, again, I don't want anyone to think because you know 500 scriptures, man, you are really on top of this thing. It doesn't mean anything. There is a premise of being vigorous. There's a premise of a battle. There's a premise of understanding how to proceed. And and this ties into a whole lot of other dynamics as it relates to seeking the face of God. Now, there are three other uh, Hebrew words here. I don't don't want to take a lot of time with it, but I do want to give you just a few of them. One is, uh, when we get the word Nepal, it means to cry unto the Lord. You want to write that down. It means to cry unto the Lord. By the way, it's part of seeking God. So when the Scriptures you often read it, for so this one cried unto the Lord. That word there has three variations, and in one of the variations, and I really want you to grab it, it means that you summon God in, in a way of speaking. Now, we see this, the thought that just came to me was the lady that the Lord had healed emotionally, spiritually, that... She was in a relationship, wasn't healthy in her life, and when she went back to her hometown in the village she was part of, the Bible says, for she cried and cried unto the villagers and said, Come see, amen. That didn't mean that she was weeping tears in grief. That word there, now Paul just simply means that she summoned a crowd, and the term is being she cried regarding the things of the Lord. Because the Lord had just told her everything about her life. So she goes back to the village and she, she makes this cry, Hey, come see this man! That in the Hebrew language meant you know, there was cry. Again, don't get confused the word crying with being sad. Tears are flowing. This is one of the definitions here. So we see this lived out. But there's another that I really want to get to as well. I love it. It's pa'el in the Hebrew. And it's it's a beautiful word. We see this often. Again, this is another way to seek the Lord. How do we do it? I've already, already gave you several definitions from Matthew, and I'll, I'll give you a few more here uh, out of the book of Psalms here in just a moment. But another one that we see here is uh, when they cried aloud in grief. I believe that's in the book of Exodus somewhere, and you have to look it up. But the Bible says, as the Egyptians chased the church. now." The Old Testament is going to say Israel, but Israel in the Old Testament is what's called a typology of the New Testament Church. So the Bible says in the book of Exodus that when they, when the uh, believers were being chased, I want you to get a mental picture. That means that the believers were running from their oppressors. And note something: the Bible says they cried unto the Lord, and. Uh, and that, that word here, files, it means that they were in grief. So how do we seek God? Please write it down. There are times in our lives, please record this, God allows grief. I didn't say he, you got it. I, I, I'm just I can almost hear some of you saying created it. That's my I called. He didn't create it, but he allows things to happen. Well, why doesn't God just fix everything? Why why do I have to go through what I go through? Well, if that's the case, you wouldn't serve a God that ever gave you a free will. Then you're not serving a God out of free will because he's going to mandate it. I often use the analogy. That's like saying you love someone. If you got to love them at gunpoint, that ain't love. If, if you put a gun on them and say, don't you love me? Well, what do you expect them to say if they want to preserve their life? <laughs> They'll say, well, yes, I, I love you more than anything. That's not love. That's not love. Well, that's what we do when we assume that God's just going to change everything. He doesn't. I love the God that we serve. He gives us free will to love him back or not love him back. To hate him if we want. That's free will. You know, in Islam, it's different. That's why their mantra is, by any means, necessary. I know a lot of you think that's something that Malcolm X said in the 60s. He was only repeating the Quran. The word Allah actually means submission (laughs) by any means necessary. Yeah, that's what it means. I studied. I know. I used to go to a mosque, unfortunately. Anyway, here we go. So this, the church was in Israel. The oppressors had them in bondage for 400 years. Guess how they sought the Lord? Please write it down. They saw him in grief. They were crying unto the Lord. Now, this wasn't like the woman where Jesus healed, and she went about her building and said, Hey, come see this man. He told me everything about my life. He's the neatest prophet I've ever met in my life. That was her testimony. But the Israel church, that wasn't theirs. They had been in bondage for centuries, and they were just being beat down. To, I, this is just hard to conceive here. And the Bible says, How did they see God? They cried unto the Lord in their grief. And even when God seemed to be delivering them while they were on the run, trying to get away from their oppressors, the Egyptians, the Bible says that they turned and they looked, and they knew that those Egyptians were right on their heels. And the scripture says they were afraid. Go read it in your own Bible. It says they were afraid. What am I giving you? One way to seek God is when you are afraid. It's nothing wrong with that. If you're afraid of something, here's a great word from the Lord cry unto the Lord. Your crying unto the Lord is a method that
0: God allows for you and I to seek Him. Have you ever been afraid of it? Is it time out? Sometimes we're afraid of failure. what so we go over you we become I think you'll see. I think this is why I tell you what I said. We are quite listening, listen to listen, the words of the prophet this morning. We are praying when people think of us. Therefore we submit to the rules of the Jordan of this world. We don't want faith to be upon us, we don't want to bear to be upon the us. Therefore we do not that with what society says, listen to me. Some of you all are afraid of breaking free from the culture that makes you believe that people are different in their skin color to the degree God can be different. That's ridiculous. There's only one part that you. used for all the time. Two. Now you have a certain skin color. I don't care what it is. If so you think you are serious, you need to cry unto the Lord and ask God to deliver go you from self interest. The child is not going to hold you back because you're blue or you're purple or you're pink. It's ridiculous. But so many of us, we just talk to the Lord. So you know what we do? We say, Why? We stick with the beliefs born that are out there. So, if the mass of people say, if the people are different, then you fall right your life. You need to cry unto the Lord. Because that's not thinking God's government. is not based on man's government. And the Bible says, if you are a believer, you are no longer your own. In other words, I told you the apostles, you and I, the third God, we have now been purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. We don't belong to us anymore. So our norms cannot be the norms of the world. Our norms must now be the norms of God. What does God say about racism? What does God say about inequality? What does God say about this? See, that's how we see the truth of God. Because a lot of us, we get hurt, and we don't want to see anything. I want people to direct relationships. They don't fly into the law and help, for deliverance. You know why? They want to save them. They don't want to, really to know that they're being the to to They don't want someone to know that they're saving the new stuff. They don't want someone to know, oh, my God, if I go to a for a good Lord, what will she to I'll i going to I God? So I tell you, all these saying, about this, God is for you, you what the, for, the so if God is for you, why are you concerned about what people are thinking about you? You know, so thinking, you should be to see God, with Well, I just can't see you get What you What's more in your I'm not saying turn to be I am that you can you know, stand up, play for all do the work of the Lord, but sometimes he will slow down your Because you'll be up against something so much that you don't know where to go. And I hate to pronounce this to anyone that's looking by that. Keep living up there for the Lord that he is, and I almost guarantee you hardship will come your way that will if you really want the things of God, and you will be in spirit, as in your world, when you will be in your justice. Uh, because you don't see me in your life, God, I need to help. I need to deliver. I need to accept you through some of this thing. I don't know how to get through. I desire to remember God's only thing around me it seems to be beating me down. Cry unto the Lord. Did God even in the peace been for a long time. I hope you've gathered some of it here. I want to give you a few other examples here. Go with to Psalms 126. The Psalms 126 now flows in about 10 minutes. Psalms 126. I so want to talk about here, but to see it. I love it. I love the like, first here. here. the of the Lord. When the Lord turned to him, said the you were like him. In other words, they don't think about it, Because the church has been in trouble for a long time. And so, you do have father to put it the Lord turned to him. who have been in the body, no one's talking to people. He's not talking to the Lord. He saying, the church, during the 10 dinner was in crisis. i the first had been in, in this crisis state, but what happened in an immoral current, the captivity of silence. We were like this. In other words, we've been dreaming of this. No, what happened to us? I love it. No, not to be dreaming. This was our mouth sealed with rapture. No one took it. So, this is about time that's in the water. I'll pull this in just a few more moments. Then our mouth was sealed with rapture. In other words, when they saw God to do something, that's the first thing that they did. They open up their mouth and they said, You can love God in the glory of They were laughing. In our culture, we would be giving each other high five. We would be saying something to one another. Keeping God good. And the church say all the time. But because we saw God turn from things around, then was our mouth still laughing. And our tongue was finished. But not only were they happy, they had both of them praised for that. To they, they came back into the sanctuary, world They were giving God thanks for remembering this. And they shared among the Jesus, I watched mean. this, I love this portion love I mean. you. So many have read this, and you right over there. But so, I thought that the father was talking about first we I think I into the it goes right into the world. One thing to be. In other words, our testimony is moment. In the, in the walls of a place or in the church. Our testimony goes to all that thing in And note what the unbeliever said about believing. This idea, right The law has done great things. Or, the next verse, he a little He, right here. he the Lord, has done great things. for the not too far, just it. It's not just the church. The world is looking for it. But God, God has done something for you. the of life. The Lord has done great things for us. We are, we are glad. Next verse, I love to hear. Turn again, our captivity, O oh Lord, I the stream, in the South Don't go any further. You've got to understand this. This is desert territory. And if you've ever been to the desert, I have. At the same time of year, water can right into the point. Take a back for example. I just the people to leave it, but they're in the wrong area. And the one way you if you know ever been to a desert, if you to desert, is yet, why it's capital. the earth, that dry and cold. Just the, right the dry you, to be. Nomad, you. Say, have to be careful. Because at the right time, the can come and to sweep as you down and something desert. These nomads are the filters They say, truly, you're not to be the Lord as the in the desert. In other words, no matter how dry it is, fill it, fill the water, do right They so in here, so we They that's so in here, that so That is part of each That is part of watching God's brilliant deliverance. How does God allow you to kill you? I have to speak the word. Your time that so I can lift up my hands to God's Lord, and I see a move of God. There's time, and again, I receive God. The Bible says, out of the multitude of counselors, it's counselor. the faith that is part of speaking God. Don't forget, we are your not isolated. God told us we are, even though we are individuals, He says, we are story together every one of our folks, every one of our rulers, supplies the need of another. In other words, you got a individual seeking God to give us faith and You cannot do this by yourself. That's not, I believe in God. That's not, I believe that God is working in my behalf. I don't want you to face "Do it." I'm sitting in a focus, on? blah, 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 blah. No, 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 that is not an option for a believer. To believe on what right. and I get it, I get it, I did it. it, I've been a victim of it myself. I know what social feels like. But you can't stop going because somebody tastes it. Remember what the definition is. We're called to be both. We're called to be a warrior. We're called to fight. Don't let anyone drive you out of the church. Now I got still. Don't let this body but well, I can tell you, as much decoration and proclamation as I have used and speaking by, I've also had to, to see it too. Many times I fear that flow so much down my, my feet that it will talk to me almost just like to a child or living where that child is seeing that with children. If you have to discipline them for some little reason. Give them to and you sit them down and say, I can't wait until the front of them. a big of I tell you, I'm going to go. Things like happen in our lives as well. all of us, as you go on the sometimes body, i have got to to which one and That brings i a and a to You in and I'll be to When I to the our from he to to the car. Find good stationer, come to the office. I see what I mean, the Lord. He service to both for the for the second they call to He was one one. I he must have i never here so to be the nurse, i priest, the for the of public stories of in the world. So you many know, of us in used generations that say will to the world? All of us, it, really. And sometimes, we no no can be of And that us what I and do them. Earth's invincible, gone, and yet, five everywhere. I do to know if on those formal things be tired. you need to the the fear starts growing, What's really going on? I'll tell you, in our tears, we found the glory. In our tears, the glory to the glory. In our tears, we said, God, we need to believe something. We, we need to We need to have some of us. We're just thinking about it. We want to power God. We need to power. We need to believe And we need to the glory. Oh, and then the glory of God, we're coming. I believe that's another reason why the promise is. Before it be may be dark, in, in the morning. You know, Sometimes in the morning is, within that island. God. Sometimes that morning is in the midst of the crisis like, in of the right And so I'm Don't be ashamed to keep God the of the seven of the to gas, How about? So you're going you're in your head. Or going to that child, make you a day. somewhere they set, somewhere they on the set. You're going to like, that bed and you you to you to you to you're going to be and you God for that fire, for that you're but and you're going you you to you to you don't let them die in this sins and be lost. Your yeah. words for us. If you don't let really in my household, be lost. God give them another opportunity, give them to sometimes peace because he is not wicked in your own flesh. We do what Jesus said, I'll do. We just seek it to self. But sometimes in this proper way to think, you gotta see God and see it He's you're that the product for that door. we I said, the Lord born to you. we can made indeed in the world now. And God will come in the moment. So, why do you we know to it? God is healing? that's voice to the a I said, why do you we know joy to come? Because, because sometimes that's where the joy represents the divine person. So, we can't go around and do tears all of it. But we can find out why we God, God in the and say, God, I don't want to leave you until you deliver me. If that's not going to leave you a full life, then you know, well, don't want to come back and go back to the college. Do Maybe it's the final thing, I don't know what it is, but you just speak the word, and you've it, it, not seen it manifest. I dare you to go through the college and to begin to speak the same thing in the world? Maybe you were one side to a man or woman that should be developing to raise children, and they're not. And so you've evolved you through everything in the consciousness. And they found ways to meandre even in the place, do all the things here, bypass their responsibility. The you don't have to be mad, but if you see God so is here, the Bible says that he's a part of the community because he's a of God. And God says, God did not say that only the righteous is because he says, I'll fight for the king right to be here. Right God says, I can turn them heart even where I want I'll share every right question to you, God. God's son of his heart is times. God can tell that hey, this is the God can turn things change up. Sometimes it's very difficult to come up here. Sometimes in God's turning the thing around in your ears, it's where God gets a separation. Because now I'm going to give you peace to God without you. Have. I'm going to give you peace without that God because I'm going to open up another job. I'm going to give you peace in the midst of your children if you've been found in your way. But yet you can with it. I think Thinking God something more than just a funny place of my When I see a man who wants to come to church and need you to and never miss at them. I know they're left to do that. You cannot be into this God without to God. You, you cannot be into this God without, you you be into this job without Because sometimes you can do it so, we are all commanded to teach God, and I want to charge you to be that five minutes that I have. Before you go back to your place, wherever you do, whatever constraints you, you may be looking for, when you see God for direction, when you see God for the sake of your pastor, when you see God, don't just speak the word for your pastor, you see God in truth. I believe that my life will be great. and am it? Have you read I really want my first lady. Have you read it? Have you it? I want my first lady. Have you to it? Have you stopped that? Have you earned some it? Have you done the you have? Go back to the house of the Lord because to before the doors open at Sunday, i talk let us tell you, you the world for my i I've great things down and I want to see our church really do more than it's ever done before. Don't the, the critical. That's in going so to me. You can to be you It's your The chance of those things find God said, i and open the door. I'll do it in the it. I'll put people together and others that I've I'll be in it. And I I'm to do I'll right it so, in be the past. I'll do it in the I'll I'll do it in the i i for i I believe that over 2,000 years ago, you died. Know, three days later, he was represented the also. Say with me that same power, that same blood, I ask you now for the Father of the Holy Say with me, I denounce and I renounce every word of the universe. And by the power and by the blood of Jesus, I have to leave my life. I believe God will have a purpose for my life. I don't know your purpose. I'm still being a secret prophecy for someone. But I don't know what purpose to do to the world. When I see you, when you seem far away, I'm going to battle. And I'll be strong. I know you're not lost, but God, I'm lost. And until I can battle and make you see the face, I'll do it i difficult be to do it in of my mind. I'll battle tradition, I'll battle prejudice. But I was raised with. I want to serve you or you in every area of my life. But I want blessings too. I realize that I may have to battle my flesh to give you what belongs to me. I'll give my time out, give my offer, and I'll fuck you. Even when I can't get the things that I want. But I'll fuck you. We hope this message has been a blessing in your life. To hear more inspiring, transformative messages, visit glorytoglory.org and make sure you follow and like us on Facebook,
1: YouTube, and Instagram.